Good morning, gentle listeners, and welcome to Coffee and Tequila. I am one of your co-hosts, Alistair Justin Patton Garcia. You had the full government name. I, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. Uh, my name is Zachary Patton Garcia, and we are husbands, we are lovers, we are married, and we are here with a Monday morning episode. A Monday morning episode. We made it. We did it. It's a, it's it's finally happening, guys. Our dreams uh, were were this entire time is to put out Monday morning episode <laughs> on Monday. Monday morning, like hot topic news episodes. Um, we had a really nice weekend, though. We did. Um, it's Selena's birthday, the day that we're filming this, April sixteenth. Yes, and we got to go to a uh, a, a, a what did they call it? Selena Replay? movie party. It's a, a movie Selena party. movie party at the Alamo Draft House, and we went last year. We went last year with a couple who hadn't seen it. We went this year with a girl who hadn't seen it, Sage. Um, so I think that's becoming a tradition now is we go to these kind movie of. parties every year at the Alamo Draft House and take somebody who hasn't seen it. So anybody out there who hasn't seen it, wait till next year and we'll take you. Okay? We'll take you to the Alamo Draft House. And you get little gifts too. So we have the La Reina cups. It's the exact same props though. So the movie party has props, right? Yeah. And it's the exact same mug. We were hoping like for different mugs. We were hoping for different mugs. We got the same mug. But I'm not upset that we got the same mug. I want different mugs. We don't need four of these. Well, it's cool because you get the mug, you get tissues because you're going to cry, obviously. You get some Cholula sauce for your pizza, and then you get a, a white rose. Ooh, that's fake. Sage said she thought it was real the entire time, and then she, like, she, she it? tried to smell it, and she's like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Coffee and Tequila is kindly being sponsored by Helix Sleep, and we will let you know a little bit more about them a little bit later. Phil Mulvaney's really been going through it. Man, I feel bad for her. I do, too. I, I, I'm actually a little shocked about the... The backlash. Are you shocked, though? I don't know if I'm shocked about this whole thing. So Dylan Mulvaney is this TikTok star, right? She's a trans TikTok star who uh, really got her platform and built her audience off of sharing her transition, right? And her days of girlhood, all of that sort of thing. Um, and her her platform has just grown. Like her account, her TikTok account is huge, right? Like she's, she's one of the top, top TikTokers right now. Top TikTokers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> talkers and um yeah so obviously brands are going to want to work with her and she got she recently got a a sponsorship from uh, bud light and a sponsorship from nike and it has people really riled up conservatives real riled up very upset very upset ma'am and let me tell you as an influencer that's how you make your uh money you know that's that's how you pay your uh rent that's how you you know put food on the table that's how you by necessities is by doing sponsorships. So I don't know why it's just such a shock. Well, she, I mean, yeah, it's obviously like brands would want to work with her because she has such a big audience. But, um, so she, she worked with Bud Light and, and, People went insane. They like have been going out of their minds. They're like shooting up their cases of Bud Light. You know, they're oh propping them up, filming themselves, shooting them. Um, they're boycotting the brand. I mean, and the, the brand has taken like a a, a pretty a dive. I don't know about a dive, but it has taken a hit in sales, uh, for sure. Um, there's even been, like, bomb threats at some of the Budweiser factories. I People just, are so upset. Well, you know what I think? Uh, what's that one TikTok? The Bud Light one? <laughs> Bitch, you don't, don't like, like it. it. Go, home Go home then. then. Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light. I hope she's on our side. <laughs> I, I, I hope so, too. And, 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 and then Nike... Um, I, 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 I was completely shocked by the, but also not shocked at all, by the backlash from Caitlyn Jenner being outraged. Oh, man, Caitlyn uh, Jenner's not, the biggest fucking pick me. 
It's like, of the why are you doing that? It, 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 it's, it's like she's trying to uh, appeal to more to more conservative people. More, well, of course she is, but I also believe that Caitlyn Jenner like genuinely believes these things. I think she's she's a, I think she's a pick me, and I think she wants to be embraced and coddled by the the far right, and that is never going to happen. Caitlyn Jenner is just as othered as Dylan Mulvaney is in the eyes of the far right. Well, it, it, and, and she said in her statement that she wishes. Uh, that Nike would sponsor more like sports women, and in, instead of Dylan Mulvaney. But let me tell you, I I love when sports uh, is you know sponsored. You know, I I love you know when Nike sponsors uh, basketball or whatever like that. But also like everyday people wear Nike too. I wear Nike. You wear Nike. Yeah, you know, I'm so an athlete. Like, but I mean, the, the thing is like you don't that, have to be an athlete. For uh, Nike has been through so many damn conversa- controversies where they've had to like be like, hey. This guy and their their views, we don't support that. Or like, yeah, <laughs> Nike's gonna be fine. And the thing is, Bud Light's gonna be fine too, right? The, the Bud Light partnered Bud with D- Dylan Mulvaney as a a. It was just a partnership. It was a sponsorship. It was just a sponsorship. She wasn't going to be the forever face of Bud Light. She was getting sponsored to by Bud Light. She was there to promote. The, the drink, right? Um, and hopefully open that drink up to a new sort of audience. Um, and the same thing with Buck and Nike, right? Like, these were sponsorships. And people are blowing this way out of out of, out of line, honestly. Um, the the Anheuser... Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> Bush uh, CEO, Brendan Whitworth, said... He put out a statement and he said, We are in the business of... Uh, or We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. Uh, Moving forward, I will continue to work tirelessly to bring great beers to consumers across our nation. So, they're... It's a pretty standard just... Well, they haven't haven't apologized for... um, Like, they haven't denounced their partnership with Mulvaney, but also they have recently put out another... um, ad campaign that's like pro-america right and so it's it's they're very much trying to balance both they're they're trying to balance both but it's Mm -hmm. also like i understand that it's a a business issue and i'm really hoping that uh this doesn't hurt i think um other you know trans people and queer people in the future when it comes to um companies that want to work with them Uh, come june come june they're going to want to work with all of them right yeah, yeah, nobody cares during Pride Month. <laughs> nobody gets uh, Pride appa- Month. Apparently, you get a pass for the month of That's Pride a... Month. <laughs> you just... thank, you, thank you for the crumb, sir. <laughs> thank you for the crumb. We'll take it. Um, I just, you know, all my heart goes out to Dylan Mulvaney. She's just out there trying to be who she is. And, and you know, she she's not doing anything to anybody. And all this is doing is, 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 is hurting her and probably taking a huge hit on her. Her mental health is probably taking a huge hit because of this. Um, somebody else who's, whose mental health has been, has been, you know, she's been working on her mental health lately. In Brittany, the limelight. Britney Spears. Um, Britney Spears has a book coming out. Uh, she's she Right after she got out of the conservatorship, it wasn't too long, where it was announced that she um, had a book deal, right? I think it's Simon & Schuster. Um, she got a book deal, a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was going to tell her story. She's going to write a memoir. And she, that book, it seems to be ready. Seems to be ready to go. I know. I'm looking at the page six announcement. Uh, I saw this on, there's an Instagram account called, called, um, Brittany. Oh shit. It's not Brittany's gram. It's, um, Brittany's vault. 
Pretty cool. And they shared like this article, right? And all of these quotes from the article. Uh, and the uh, apparently publishing insiders are really like praising this book. She got a ghostwriter, obviously. I don't think that's any any sort of a uh, it, secret. It, it, does it say that she has a ghostwriter? She does have a ghostwriter, yes. But um, So it says it on page six. She has a ghostwriter. She has a ghostwriter. Elder, she's got a ghostwriter. Trying to trying to challenge my I facts. Know. I don't know if with she Alistair's does. alternative facts. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> yes, she has a ghostwriter, baby. Okay. Um, but publishing insiders are describing this manuscript as inspiring and a groundbreaking instant bestseller. Brittany's book is a story of triumph. It will cover her most vulnerable moments: her childhood, being the little girl with big dreams, her breakup with Justin Timberlake, the moment she shaved her head, and her battle with her family over her conservatorship. It is also a story of survival, finding her way out of the crippling conservatorship to finding happiness with her husband, Samba Esgari. Um It's supposed to be this book. Everybody says that um, Brittany's book is brutally honest uh, from, the, uh, and from, from the heart. No stone is left unturned. It is truly a female empowerment story, her taking control of her life. I am... Very excited over this book. I figured you would be. Do you think it's narrated by Brittany? I, I, I would wish. I would wish. But I hope so. Not. I think that'd be cool. I don't know. I'm excited for it. Um, please put me on the PR list. Let me get an advanced reader's copy. Somebody, please, oh. just like give it to me. I, it's, I, I've got an advanced. I reader's deserve copy. it. I deserve it. Okay, big Brittany fan here. I love it. This is the thing. Is like this book. I'm glad. I, there were rumors that it was going to be put out a lot earlier, like last year. Um, and I'm really glad it didn't because. She needed time. Like, I know a lot of people are talking about her and her Instagram right now and how, you know, off the rocker she seems. She's she's literally an auntie with an Instagram. She clearly doesn't know how to use Instagram the best. Yeah. Um, and and TikTok. let her spiral a little bit. She's gone through 14 years of hell, even plus some. If you, if you count all of the years that she was working like a dog for all these different people, um... She's got a lot of trauma to work through, and she's allowed to spiral. She's allowed to. You're allowed to be cringy sometimes. She just, uh, just let her be, right? Yeah. And I hope this book has provided a lot of catharsis for her and a lot of a lot of um, – because I know that because of the conservatorship and her being forced to go to therapy, she's been a little bit averse to the therapy. Um, and I hope this book has sort of been a, a really nice substitute at least and that she's been able to not feel like she has to put this book out. But that she really has has taken her time to to pour herself into this book and write out everything she's ever wanted to say, right? I'm really looking forward to it. Me and Troy are probably going to cover it really in depth. And then me and you will probably cover it on here, too. Yeah, but, I'll be but, talking but, about it nonstop. It's it, supposed it, to be released it, it, later it, it, this year. It'll probably be some of your thoughts and then some of my thoughts because... I know that you're going to cover that with Troy. Well, they're definitely going to try to get it um, out before the um, out before the holidays. They're wanting this to be. Oh my God, you're going to be gone. It's probably going to be a November <gasps> release. I'm Baby, gonna be, I'm going to be gone. But there's there is a chance that I can I can do stuff while I'm gone. I don't know. I, if I'm gone, allegedly, I might not be gone. I don't know. Well, you're going to be gone when uh, when is Max coming around? Okay, so HBO Max. I love HBO Max. That was one of my favorite streaming services. You know, you, you know, and it, it had personality too. It had personality. It was a, it was your sassy daughter who like <laughs> said fuck off, Dad. Ugh. I said I'm not going to play the show today. She, <laughs> she started out so strong or so so bitchy too, right? And like when we when we first got it, the interface, we were like, I don't understand the interface. I love I love. HBO Max, but you, you try to play you try to play any sort of movie and you try to be like, Oh, I missed that part. Let me let me rewind. And she's like, You wanna rewind? Start over. <laughs> exactly. Like didn't like, she you, you should have been paying attention she decided in the first place. Where so you're you, have to start from she, the start. she might even be like, you know what? No, we're gonna skip a couple chapters. Skip <laughs> skip to the end. And 
and, and I like that it was, it was the only purple streaming service too. She was a little sassy, but I love her. I love her. Oh. And now, oh, and the graphics were nice. Yeah, purple. The, the, it looked nice. It had like this gradient effect. Um, HBO Max is now be called Max. Yeah, so a big announcement is now Max, and it has the same color scheme as Paramount Plus, uh, Prime, uh, Disney Plus, and, I, and probably all the other pluses. Everybody's so creative. <laughs> Everybody's so creative. <laughs> I like it. It's terrible. I hate it. It's it, well, they're really trying to become a one-stop shop for like all of your like viewing needs. Yeah. So they did, uh, and we knew this was coming. They've been talking about this coming for a really long time now. But at first, so it was going to be like Discovery, Warner, something plus. I don't understand all the merger yeah. stuff, right? But I do have a screenshot of all of the uh, during the presentation, all of the all of the different companies that are going to be on this Max yes. thing, right? Okay. So Max is called the one to watch. Um, also. Uh, before I get into this, when you search Max, that's like a terrible search engine. I was trying to search it on YouTube and nothing comes up. Terrible. Ma Max is ungoogleable. Max is too general. I, I saw somewhere was that it's ungoogleable. It really is too general. It's too general. It's, it either comes up with like the most of something or with people with the names called Max. So Max is going to have Food Network, Adult Swim, TCM, Sesame Street, HGTV, HBO Original, uh, WB, Shark Week, Max, Max Original, HBO Original. It's the same thing. <laughs> except, <laughs> except, except one will be on HBO. <laughs> Discovery, Looney Tunes, Disney, or not Disney, uh, DC, ID, Cartoon Network, a bunch Chelsea. of different things, right? Like, there's a lot There's a lot that's going into it. Um, and they, so the other day they had, or this last week they had... Um, they had a, the big a, announcement. The a big, big announcement rollout. for different, the big rollout for Max and all of the things that are coming to Max. And uh, I have to be honest, some of the stuff looks really good. They have a Chip and Joe so, and a show. That's coming. Oh, really? Yes. Well, they're fixing a hotel. It's fixer upper hotel edition. Oh my goodness! You know, uh, we are uh, Chip and Joe fans. We are. Though we haven't really prescribed to them for like the past like three we, years. I feel bad. Yeah, we're yeah, bad. We, we're bad fans. We, we've we, kind of checked out. for We kind of checked out when they ended fixer upper the first time, right? Yeah. And, and I know they've done other shows and stuff, and I was meant to watch it, but and I feel like I know, know them. I don't know. want another streaming service right now. So, mm. but I, I'm going to watch, gonna I'll probably watch Fixer Up or the Hotel. I think that sounds really fun. Yeah. Um, there's going to be, uh, what was the other one? The Penguin from the Batman. Everybody's oh. like real excited for the Penguin. With Colin Farrell. Yeah. I'm excited for Colin Farrell, but I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. There's for a Colin Gremlins Farrell. animated feature. There's True Detective is coming back, which is nice. And Jodie Foster is going to be in True Detective this time. Ooh, we do love Jodie Foster. Did you watch we the Rachel McAdams um, True Detective season? Oh, you didn't, did you? Did you watch any True Detective season? Oh, you didn't, did you? Okay. Some Vanderpump Rules first, but True Detective next. We'll go into it. <laughs> um, yeah, there's another season of True Detective. They're going to have... Um, Smartless on the Road? I don't know what that is. The Regime with... Is that Kate Winslet? Put her as... Where's oh, Mayor? We do love where's Kate Winslet. Mayor? We love Kate I Winslet I know, where's Mayor Part 2? I thought we were going to get a Mayor Part 2. We Mayor Dose. Mayor Do. Merdu, Merdu, of East Town. Um, Barbie Dreamhouse the, challenge. Probably the biggest uh, announcement was the announcement of a Harry Potter reboot. And so this has been like the, the rumblings have been going on for the past few weeks, right? I always heard that they were putting news and a possibility of a Harry Potter reboot and like rebooting the the seven books again um that they were putting that news out in order to kind of 
coax the original stars into joining because I think Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson were a little averse to joining because um, they wanted to do The Cursed Child and the comeback with The Cursed Child and have everybody re reprise their roles. But Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson didn't want to be doing it if J.K. Rowling was, and this is all legend, this is just what I read online, just gossip. Yeah. Um, but they didn't want to be part of it if J.K. Rowling was going to be a part of it. And so the company tried to buy J.K. Rowling out and she wanted a bunch of money. They, they weren't going to pay her that money. And so they were. So then they put out the news about a possible reboot in order to scare the stars into joining. And I guess the stars didn't join and they're doing this reboot. But it seems like... They already had the reboot going, kind of in the works already. No, it it it, it will. It, it, I think that you're right that it was a partial threat, but you know you have to have some scripts or some some conversation in, in yeah. order to like have that kind of threat in the first place. But you know they didn't want to partner with anybody, anything that was going to make J.K. Rowling any money. And David Zaslav has been kind of a controversial CEO since he's <laughs> taken over. And one of the things that he's always wanted to do is put Harry Potter back on the map. The the universe of Harry Potter is so big and massive that there's plenty of stories to be told, right? There's so many different things, that, stories that could be told within the universe of Harry Potter. And so this is a very clear cash grab. This is like a tried and proven um, franchise, right? This is a big moneymaker. And so they're obviously they're going to remake these Harry Potter. It was going to be a matter of time anyway. They were going to remake these at some point. It's just kind of shocking that it's so soon because those other movies just came out 10 years ago yep. they didn't come out very long ago at all um and whether you like support jk rowling's views or you're uh, very very against them and like very um on the complete opposite side um everybody seems to have seen these movies right these movies still live on today they're like they still do they still they do still harry make, potter I mean, weekends I, I, I feel I, I, like on like what is it it's not HBO, abc family anymore. i guess freebie? A, AB, is it freebie no it's not freebie it's <laughs> whatever uh, abc family turned gosh, into confuse me so much freebie freeform freeform, freeform. yeah I'm, I'm assuming they still do harry potter weekends like these movies still have a, a very big life and people who think about those characters think about the actors who, who mm -hmm. played them and and we're still too close to that for people to accept any other kind of thing, any other actors, any other well, like um, versions of the story being told. And it just feels too fresh I'm, right now. It just feels like we're unearthing a, a already fresh body. Seven seasons is a lot to commit to, too, right? Like what happens if it flops after one or two seasons and then they just don't finish it and they you know, a lot of people mad about that. Well, what will probably happen is HBO is going to delete it from its service. <laughs> they probably <laughs> will. You know what's really interesting, though, is like whether you're um, on J.K. Rowling's side or, or against her views, um, I, I've been seeing a lot of people, most of the people, against this. Um, and I'm sure there are people out there who are very for it and very excited about it. But for the majority that I've seen, everybody seems to be on the same side for this and against this and being like, why why redo Harry Potter? It doesn't matter if you're from the right, left, center, nothing. It's just everybody's like, why? Yeah. Why? That's the big question is why? It just seems a little pointless. The, question is, uh, the answer is money. So just leave it Well, leave I mean, it yeah. I just hope these kids don't. I yeah, hope, the, I hope the, I really I hope, hope for, for the mental health and and, and, yeah. and all that stuff. Let's not hopefully. bully children on the internet, please. Yes. Please, let's not bully children on the internet, right? You don't want to support it, don't support it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't don't pay attention to it, okay? I mean, I mean the, the most recent kids to go through this is the Stranger Things kids if you think think about it. 
and you know, like Millie Bobby Brown yeah. and like all that stuff. But it was just what came to my head while I was thinking about it. I don't know. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about Helix Sleep before we get into our second talk, second segment for the day. Um, we love our Helix Sleep mattress. You're about to leave me too. For I'm about, I'm, I feel like I say that every single time. More, more than leaving you, <laughs> I'm leaving my Helix Sleep mattress. Uh, he misses the Helix Sleep mattress even more than me. I think he's going to, like when he comes home, I hold my arms open and think he's going to fall into my arms and he falls into the Helix Sleep mattress. You, me, Helix Sleep mattress, and our gassy dog are sounds a like a date match. night for the day for <laughs> when we get back i think that sounds like a good deal to me um yeah so you're gonna be leaving me but when you come back i'll have the helix sleep mattress all nice and ready for you we've been spending time in our queen size helix sleep mattress but we are going to go back to our king size yes. when you get back that's our big plan yeah zach says he's going to have a, a whole new remake a whole yes that too all for me helix sleep makes premium mattresses and bedding that are customized to fit your unique needs everybody's different right well helix has this sleep quiz that'll match you with the perfect mattress and it was perfect for us because we could take the quiz as a couple you know alistair is more of a side sleeper i'm an all-over sleeper alistair likes a firm mattress I like my mattress medium. We took the quiz and we were matched with the Midnight Mattress. Now, one great part to all this is that Helix will ship your mattress right to your door for free in the US. It comes rolled up in a box and is super easy to set up, and we've done it twice. And if it makes you nervous to buy something that you haven't tried, well, Helix has a 100 night sleep trial, so you get more than three months to make sure that you absolutely love it. Well, if you're somebody who knows in the market for a new mattress and you think that Helix sounds right for you, you can go to helixsleep.com slash tequila where you can get 20% off of your mattress. And two free dream pillows. When we die, we're going to die together. So this is not going to apply to us anyway, right? We're going to die at the same exact moment. Okay, like the notebook holding hands. Th- this made me think about the, that a lot. Really? Yes. <laughs> well, we're going to die together. So this doesn't apply to us. But like say, just say, like one of us died first. A couple minutes first, okay? What is your what is the way you want to be buried? What is do you have any like any eccentric burial requests or things you want us to do with your body? How do you want to be buried? I guess. Okay, so this is very interesting for me. So I, I've had more requests, I think, about my funeral than about my burial. Big but I, demand is he I, wants me to make sure everybody is sobbing their eyes. Everybody out. needs to cry. If you're not ready to cry, you need to leave. <laughs> and uh, shout out to Keila, and I want everybody to have little candles. Little candles. Um, I, 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 I want that for the memorial but okay so our um tax bracket really depends on how i want to be buried if our ta- <laughs> if our tax par- bracket is like where it is right now okay um oh gosh i don't know because what if you burn me and i'm burned alive i'm so i'm i'm That's so terrified terrible. of burning alive so at least so wait like a week before you burn so me like out. cremation or like set you out to sea uh oh i like the set out to sea mm-hmm. no but sea is kind of scary funeral Maybe a lake. Open casket? I, I don't know. Open casket's always a little weird for me. I don't I, I don't like it. My grandmother had an open casket funeral. <gasps> that was terrible. And I did not like that. So I, I'm not sure if I'd, I'd, I'd Not to like bring any bad casket. memories up for you, but like we all watched his grandma's funeral over Zoom because that happened so damn fast. Yeah. Like she passed and they had the funeral like just a couple days later. Yeah. And you weren't able to get away. Um, and you really did try, but um, they like streamed it over Zoom for mm-hmm. everybody and all the cousins who couldn't go. And they like went right up to their body. To her body, and yes. they like filmed it. We had I, one was of our shocked. Do it. it was, I was shocked. How, yeah. Could not believe that they had done that. Yeah, like um, it, well, it, 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 it was it, like y'all it, a little it, different. It was definitely a, a moment uh, that it was interesting, but but <laughs> so Trump does. I th- I think uh, I guess maybe cremation, but just wait a while because I don't want to die in the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then uh, somehow put me next to you at some point. I want to be with you. Maybe mix our ashes up together. So in your scenario, I'm already dead. I died first. Okay. No, that's no, 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 no. I died. In my scenario, I die first. No, you just because that's why I said, "Hey, I want yours to be next to me." Mm-hmm. And then two, if we're like making like David Zaslav money, um, then I want and I want you to also be cryogenically frozen to be revived later. Yeah, but that's my body, my choice. Okay, yes, my agency or myself. What if I don't want that? Uh, too bad. To you married nice. me. That was part of the contract. Sorry about so it. So you just get to choose what happens about what Yes. Okay, we better hope you better. Plus, you just plus, said I die second. So if I die second, I'm making the decision. Or if I die first, you're the first. I'm, I'm making I, the decision. You know what? You know what? I will just draw up some legal contracts, and you're not even going to look at it. You'll just sign what, what, what I put probably, in front of you. That's probably what will so, happen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm going to do a bunch of reading. What about you? I don't really care what happens to me. This is my sort of thinking on it, right? It's like, if I'm dead, I'm dead. I'm not really going to care what's going to happen to my body or anything. So whatever is most convenient for everybody is what I'm okay. Just do whatever you can with my body, right? If you need to cremate me, if you want to, whatever's going to help your grieving process. Um, and if you need to throw a memorial, if you don't want to have a funeral, however you want to do it, however, whatever is going to be best for your grieving process is, I think, my answer. Um, but... So our topic for the, for this segment is is eccentric like burial requests, right? Um, I think if I had and there's so we each picked three, right? We just kind of did some research and like came up with um, some people's eccentric burial requests, yes. and, and uh, uh, we're gonna talk about those. But I think if I had an ex, if I had to pick an eccentric burial request, right? Um, oh shit, maybe I should have thought about that. What would you do? Like something eccentric. Like, okay. I already told you the cryogenically f- f- frozen. Okay, the fair, fair. We'll yeah. Do that. Um, I think. Oh gosh, bury me with all my favorite things. Make, make like a little mausoleum. Put me in there, like, really nice. And then like put all oh, my all things on all things? the shelves. You would around, love that around it. Yeah, it's kind of like a shrine to all the things you love and you. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I like my things. I like my little trinkets. You do love your things. Yeah. You are a collector through and through. I am okay. So some people, um, you want to who, who who do you want to go first? So I'll go, go first because go I have one little short one uh, that it's really just a funeral director talking about how uh, one of the people uh, that he embalmed requested in their uh, requested to be embalmed sat in a recliner in front of a Steelers game instead of an open casket. Favorite funeral. things. That's what I noticed a lot of these a lot of these things are is just people's favorite things. Doing their right? favorite things. Doing their favorite I've, things. I've, I've, That's I've how seen they want to go people out. Being buried with their pets as long as their pets <gasps> Yeah. That's what I would pick. Also I want all pets. of my pets with me. Yeah. 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 Do you know where they're all are, are at right now? Why would you say that? <laughs> You're fucking you were psychotic. You were unhinged. We haven't unpacked all our How boxes. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I you said know my that. granny's lost too. We don't really know where <laughs> she know. is at my mom's house. My granny, we we don't, and it's her bottom half or her top half. I don't know. She was split in two, and between my mom and her brother, but we don't really know where she is right now. So we we tend to lose the boxes of ashes, but they're here. We need um, to we need to find places for those things. <laughs> uh, Mark Grunwald was a he was he worked for marvel and they they kind of um i don't read comic books y'all so you have to just like fill in the blanks if you read them and just have to listen to me spew facts that i think are facts and just fact check me if you need to Um, but i think they called him either the father or the king of um continuity like he was the guy at marvel who really kept continuity that Mm -hmm. was his big job right and he was like really good about it and he came out with a lot of issues really you know um about some of the like 
I don't know, side characters in Marvel comics and like really gave them their shining spotlight, right? And so he, he was a real liked guy. Everybody really liked him. He was a big prankster. And so he died one day um, and he had requested for whenever he died to be put into a run of comic books. He wanted his ashes put into a run of comic books. And so when he died, um, they called the offices of Marvel or whoever and, and said, hey, um, Mark died. And nobody believed it because they all thought he was a prankster, right? And then they told him about, they told them about his um, burial request, and <laughs> it's like that's that tracks, it tracks. And so they did have to like make sure that they could do this legally, and they had to find a printer that would do it. But they mixed his, they cremated him, and they mixed his ashes in to the ink and printed a run of comic books. And so there's a run of comic books that uh. You know, that, that run of comic books was so successful, they had to do a second printing. Really? And then they had to add a disclaimer to the second printing. Saying that there is no Mark Grunewald in There is no Ash in Inc. One. in this one. <laughs> There's no Mark Grunewald in this, in this run of comic books, guys. Okay? This but that's cool. The memorial like, comic book. Even as a comic book collector. Like, like we were just talking that's about being fun, a collector. I think, yeah. Like, being like, oh, this is that comic. <gasps> Make a doll out of my ashes. Put my ashes in a doll. A doll? Yeah, but like in the head. Like you can shake it and you hear me. Like a maraca. I don't like that. That's terrifying. You hear a little actually. bit of a bone yeah, in there. I really think that's terrifying. Do so, that. I'm not come back and haunt it. I'm I, a little spooky. I I'm like going to hope things. that we get cryogenically frozen. <laughs> What's your well, next one? Uh, uh, so mine is poured into a Pringles can. So Frederick Bauer uh, was the man known for creating the Pringles tube. And uh, when he died, he requested that part of his ashes uh, be put into one of the Pringles cans and set up next to um, all of his other ashes. Which is cool. Like, it's his invention. Tracks, I guess. And we still yeah. use it nowadays. My hand has gotten stuck in a Pringles can nervous. so many times. Uh, uh, reaching for him. Reaching for him. <laughs> I got really? nervous. I, oh, my gosh. See? Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got nervous when when I looked over and I saw yours and I saw a Pringle can. And you said, okay, a Pringle can. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God. Did they put it in a, a line of chips? Yeah. <laughs> Were we eating him? <laughs> Could you imagine? Well, I would hope that nobody would eat it, but I think still think that'd be kind of cool. I don't want to say this. Oh, I won't say it. I'll tell you afterwards, right? Okay. But somebody in your family, I wonder if they would want us to eat her. Ugh, probably. In like her recipe or something. Probably. Oh, you know who I'm talking about, too. Yes, yes. But I also <laughs> I also think Jules is, is what they would want as well. Hmm. Mom, if you're watching, we'll put, we'll put you in lasagna. Your famous lasagna. No. Oh, you no. Sprinkle you over the garlic bread. That's no, terrible. No, this is no, morbid. No, I'm, I'm Very gonna, macabre. I am. I am <laughs> not going to eat for um, this. It's, it's, uh, there's actually a little, a, a small, tiny trend of people being buried in their own cars. And so I picked out two examples, but apparently this happens. Um, there's one, one lady, Aurora Shuck, who was buried in her 1976 Cadillac. She told her husband she wanted to be buried in her Cadillac when she died. And so they it's put her car. coffin in the Cadillac and they put that shit in the ground. He bought like a bunch of, a bunch of plots. See, that's the thing, right? It's like you come up with some of these things and it's up to the people who are now grieving your loss to make to sure it. that they and fulfill it's all expensive. this. Right? It's ex- it is. It, it, just buy dying is plots. so expensive. He had to buy all these plots, which are already super expensive anyway. He had to make sure he had to get somebody, he had to hire people to pick the car up and put it in the, in the, in the ground. They had to put the, the casket in the car and situate it nicely. It is, it's, it's a big ordeal, but they did it. And she's in the ground with a car, buried with a car. But there was another lady. So if you ever need a car, I just <laughs> want to do your Ford Fusion. <laughs> no, <laughs> You're be buried in your Ford Fusion. I don't drive a Ford Fusion. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Range Rover. Yeah, she, sure. Rolls Royce. Um, so there's uh, there's another lady, socialite of San Antonio, Sandra West. She was a, the wife of a Texas oil tycoon in 1977. Um, and she was buried in the front seat of her Ferrari wearing a nightgown, like lingerie, right? And uh, this car, well, she was, so she was placed in the front seat wearing lingerie as she wanted in her will. This is what she stipulated in her will. This is what she wanted to do, be buried in a Ferrari um, with the seat just reclined a little bit for comfort is what it said. Um, and that the car was placed in a concrete box and it was placed into the ground and covered with more concrete to keep like grave robbers from coming in and like messing with it. And apparently at her funeral, like there wasn't a bunch of people from her like actually there to mourn her, but there was a bunch of spectators wanting to watch this concrete box going into the ground. This is probably exactly what she wanted. Plus, let me tell you that... Uh, Six seven hundred years from now, when they excavate that, they're gonna. <laughs> she'll be cry frozen in a car. Like she'll be she'll be, she'll be get cry frozen with all her stuff, just in case. We need to have belongings when they come back out. Like well, we'll, we'll we'll just have a we'll get a Connex or something. I don't know. But <laughs> that's I, your next one. I have one. So his name is Andre Tchaikovsky, hmm. and he was a composer and an artist. And he uh, he uh, uh, asked I know this one that. Uh, his body be donated to science, but that his skull be donated donated to the Royal Shakespeare Company so that it could be used in Hamlet. Yes, and, and all, they did. Well, so he died in 1982, and then his skull stayed like uh, in like a closet forever until they felt comfortable using it in 2008. But uh, they used it for a while, I think, and then they. Uh, 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 then they made a mold of his skull. So now they yeah. use the mold of his skull instead. Well, I think the skull is even... Is it displayed? I feel like it's displayed. I think it I might think be it, displayed. I, think no, I don't see right I think here it's being it's displayed. displayed. Um, but they did use it, and it was his, yeah. his, his wish was I think was that's fulfilled. really cool. I think that's really cool. I mean, Hamlet, they got to do the... That's, the, that's yeah, what yeah, that is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. the skull up and like... Yeah. Pretty cool. So I, I, I think Put my body cool in a horror movie. Put my body in a horror movie, guys. I love horror movies. Remember me in death. Okay, and that's what I want is my body being a horror movie, okay? oh. like a zombie. Oh, oh my gosh! Wasn't there a movie where they used real dead people, and it was like super controversial? <gasps> they did that in Poltergeist. I know that. Is that Poltergeist? I think the set was haunted because of that. Oh, okay. Uh, let's. I'd... Do you know Lady Gaga thought about using real dead people in here? Because there's like a, an exhibit like a museum with actual dead bodies that are like, and you see like their anatomy and scientifically yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And she was going to have them bring in dead bodies to her monster ball tour and have those dead bodies displayed. And I don't know what happened to that, but I remember reading that in the news at that time. Ah, that, that was probably just a PR text. gossip, but it's true. It was real to me. Um, Ingrid Newkirk. She is the like founder of PETA. We all know who PETA is, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's save the animals. Um, founder of PETA. I got to pull up the whole article for this one. Wild. Hers is too detailed. She's not even dead yet. She's not dead yet, but she has a will. Um, and she wants... I'm going to read out some of the things in her will, right? Okay. She I'm wants um, people to carve out and sear some of her flesh for a human barbecue. It's graphic, by the way. <laughs> are you really do? Are you really? Keep on going. I can't tell if you're being serious or not, because if, if you're being that dramatic, we're going to stop this shit. <laughs> no, we can keep on going. It's just... Are you really... Yes, it's, it's nasty. You look like a seagull trying to like. <laughs> okay. Damn, or pelican. 
Well, now I'm scared to read it because I don't. <laughs> well, just read it. Just read it. <laughs> um, if you wouldn't carve out a chunk of a person's flesh and throw it on the grill, why would you do that? Any th- to the to a living animal, any living thing, right? Like because she's the founder of PETA, um, all of her the stuff in her will is is very centered towards like saving the animal, saving all living things, and really making her death a a statement. And cooking, I guess. She wants her skin peeled off for the first voluntary. A lizard skin purse. She wants her skin turned into a purse, and there's a diagram of how you're going to cut out her skin on her back and different body parts, and you're going to make it into a purse. That's super helpful. Hermes, Birkin. Um, dismember my legs and fashion them into human umbrella stands. It's re- creepy and wrong to use body parts as household decorations. Uh, scoop out and mount an eyeball. I didn't know you were going to have this reaction. Scoop out Mountain Eyeball to watch over the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA. Um, uh, EPA has been one of the worst offenders when it comes to animal testing, and Newkirk wants her to, uh, to keep an eye on the agency until it gives up cruel practices and chooses the range of more accurate non-animal methods available. She wants it like an eye, like plaqued and sent over to them, I guess. Um, deliver my pointing finger to Ringling Bros and Barnum and Bailey's Circus, which is a terrible company, by the way. Yeah. Um, so like it says, she wants her finger cut off and pointed on a plaque, pointing it and sent, and sent over to them. Um, vacuum pack my liver for use in a human foie, foie gras, foie gras, mm-hmm. foie gras dish for the French. She wants to be cooked again. Um, Chop off my ears and fashion them into human hearing aids. Uh, sever a thumb and mount it as a thumbs-up plaque. Mount my other thumb to create a thumbs-down plaque. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness. Uh, bury a piece of my heart at the Hockenheim racetrack. Um, yeah. And then... Oh, there's more. Damn. Peter can use the rest of my body in any way that draws attention to animal suffering. So that's the whole, the whole point. Of, yeah, of yeah, her, yeah, her. You know, she just sat down with a friend and a notebook and a glass of wine. Well, at least she has intention a, behind a it. Like a plate of teriyaki chicken. I think the, I think the point of this. her, her will anyway is to be provocative and to yes. really make a statement, just the will alone, because legally, I don't think like it's possible to do all of these things. I don't yeah. think that's actually going to happen with these body parts. Right. Because, you can't send dead. You can't send body parts, or at least to as close to it as you can get. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like the will is probably it's probably the statement piece. Is like yeah. she wants people to read the will and have the reaction that you did, and then be like, "See, why would you do that to animals?" I think she made a point. I I, I forget what was the first one. Hmm. Purse. Oh, I don't know. Well, you know. There's intent behind it. I respect I, that. I, I respect yeah, the intent yeah, behind I get that. that one. I get that, but I'm also like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> do you have another one? I got the me- I, I got the message. I don't have another one, but I can pull one up. Oh, right did now. you already th- do a third one? Yeah, I did th- okay. all, uh, all three of mine. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that's it then. We each did three. Well, there's um, one guy who wanted to get shot out of cannon. I really like uh, Ask a Mortician on on. Um, I feel like I so there's a YouTube channel called Ask a Mortician, and I I find I don't deal with death well, even when our dog Winnie died and Bronson died shortly before that. um, I don't handle death well. Um, When my granny died, that was my first ever experience with death, and I just didn't handle it well. It sent me into a really deep depression that I didn't really understand. Um, 
And uh, so I feel like reading more about death and like reading about it and like making it death almost like desensitized, desensitizing the concept of death. um, I think that really helps me and just kind of thinking about it in a sort of more mundane because it happens every day. People die. That's just we're on we're on this earth to to die, born to die, if you will. Um, well, you, you know what, Zach? If you do, for some unfortunate reason, die before me, I'm gonna be waiting for P.S. I love you notes. Oh, I will. I'd, if anything like that ever happened, I would totally be dramatic and do something like that. Yeah. you can you can you can probably bet on that. But, but it can't be a sudden death. Obviously, a sudden death is just. Well, my point Hon- is, honestly, if it was a sudden death, terrible. then I'd be like, why are you sending me notes if it was a sudden death? Mm-hmm. Did he know that you're going to die? Is this a conspiracy? I don't know. But like, my point is that um, I like reading about death. I like, like, especially with Ask a Mortician, she goes through a lot of like burial procedures and what happens to people when they are cremated or, you know, um, your body going into the earth and, and becoming a tree. If you can become a tree or mm-hmm. if, like whatever you can do in different, like um, she has a series called famous corpses or something like that, where she talks about corpse, corpses that have been like kept around for people's um, viewing pleasure. Yes. Right. Oh yeah. I think I remember hearing about the, the bride, me. the bride corpse in Mexico. I don't think, well, I think that was a rumor that it wasn't an actual corpse, but it was a mannequin and everybody thought it was a corpse. Oh yeah. She debunked it. I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But um, I mean, Evita, her corpse was kept around. Yeah. Don't laugh on me, Argentina. The whole thing. Um, and I don't know. It just like reading about those things, hearing about those things, it just, it does desensitize it for me. And it makes death a little bit easier for me to process um, if I can view it in a more, in a, in a way that is like, it just happens. It's just something that happens, right? And um, so this was like an interesting little read through yeah. <laughs> people's eccentric uh, burial What's, requests. Uh, there was another one. People want to be that, remembered after death. Well, there's some people that want to be remembered after death. Cause there's lists. If you search eccentric burial requests, you can find lists on there. And there's somebody who wanted to be forgotten after death, wanted himself to be completely forgotten. There was somebody who like wanted a, to be uh, shot to be into space and they had to do it twice because the first time they did it, they couldn't leave him up there. Cause I guess we got space laws and you can't leave things up there. Yeah. Mm. As well, so I, I guess I guess what what I'd be put me in a doll, one of my favorite dolls. Okay, no. pick my favorite one, and then like I'll like haunt it for a little bit. Sure, take my body on tour. No, no, none of those. None. Now I'm getting a bunch of ideas, man. I said yeah, I didn't care at the I beginning, should've... but now I care. Okay, I'm gonna get a notebook. I'm gonna write down all all of the things. Yes, sure, we will do that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Reach the end of the episode. This is, this is chaotic, unhinged, unhinged behavior. Um, Let us know how you want what your unusual burial. Yeah, request in the comments. Is be. What would your eccentric yeah. burial request be? Um, it could be anything. Get creative. Let us know, and it has to be something curated to you, right? Yeah. Um, and l- let us know about these topics. Are you going to watch Harry Potter? Or are you excited for the Britney mem- memoir? Oh uh, yeah! And make sure to leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're listening on either of those, make sure to like, comment, subscribe on YouTube if you're watching us here, and. Uh, you're leaving me, but I think we have content. I think you'll be around. I don't think yes. you're gonna be you're gonna be gone. Um, I I will be here in spirit, guys, next time. The Holy Spirit. Well, not next time. I think the next the time after next, and um, I'll be posting a cocktail <gasps> for a y'all. Yeah, guys. Sip. So we're gonna be come? doing because we've already recorded it. <laughs> yes. Um, Sunday fun day brunch day. Okay, and there's gonna be a special cocktail for that. Alistair's gonna take a picture of it, and he's going like. 
post it and mm-hmm. we, um, that way because somebody somebody recommended that we do uh, we post our cocktails ahead of time so that y'all can make them with us and have them with us while you listen and so we're gonna do that we get it done very so Sunday fun day brunch day um, we're gonna be covering something so yep all right we will catch you next time adios gentle viewers.